Joining us on the program today, we have Chickasha High School Athletic Director Jerry Don Bray. Coach, good morning. Thanks for coming out today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And we have uh, the new Chickasha Fighting Chick uh, football coach, Eric Gibson. Coach, thanks for coming in. Thanks. Thank you. We're going to talk about all things uh, Fighting Chick athletics today on the program. And uh, first of all, Coach, we wanted to this is the first public appearance, I guess, for Coach Gibson. So uh, give us a little uh, background on him if you want to do that or – well, I, yeah, I can I can tell you we had a a, a lengthy uh, interview process uh, to find a, the right fit for Chickasha and and had uh, over fifty applicants for for our job and, and some really qualified people and uh, and got you know parents and and administration and and people involved in this decision and we're ecstatic to have Coach Eric Gibson on board. Uh, I met Coach Gibson. Um, when he was a defense coordinator at Southwestern, I called him up and asked him to show me a little bit of his defense. And he opened our coaching staff up with open arms and met us before practice. We watched practice. We talked afterwards. He, he so he he's been a friend since then. Uh, this is five or six years ago, and and uh, man, we brought him in and just been really impressed with him. And he's he's come down and made an immediate impact on our football program. He's meeting with uh, met with every kid individually, uh, met with the parents. Um, has been uh, driving down after school when he gets off at uh, Lot and Eisenhower. So, uh, yeah, he just hit the ground running. So we're we're really excited to have Coach Gibson on board. Uh, veteran coach uh, at all levels, Coach. So give us a quick uh, resume. Uh, so my first high school job was probably 2003 at El Reno. That's 2004, El mm -hmm. Reno. Um, that was right after I got done GA in the University of Central Oklahoma. And then um, 2005, I went to Putnam City uh, High School and was there with uh, Coach Mark Little for five years. Um, and then I got an opportunity to uh, take my first college job. I went to Blinn College in Brenham, Texas. Um, was there a year. Um, and, and found out real fast how college coaches work. So you get fired as fast as you get yeah, hired. And so right. yeah. uh, the head coach was let go that year for some uh, various different reasons that I had you know nothing to do with. But then I ended up at Garden City Community College for two years after that. Um, got an opportunity to be a defensive coordinator at uh, Fort Scott Community College in Fort Scott, Kansas. Um, and being a Kansas native, I, I kind of knew about these schools. And they had just kind of come off of um, – national championship run As a matter of fact they played blend for a national championship and cam newton was there the year before i got there so you know 2009 that fort scott was really good 2010 blend was really good so i'd kind of known about those and mm -hmm. then um got an opportunity that, that very next year to go to southwestern and then i was from uh, the defensive coordinator for dan Kokenauer at southwestern up at uh, weatherford we're talking about yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. southwestern oklahoma state and then um i was there from 2014 to 2018 uh went to northeastern state for a season and then kind of decided that I was um, at the situation where I, I had just gotten remarried and uh, to my wonderful wife Jen and uh, th we're just kind of moving around I didn't want to keep moving my daughter around and kind of made some family decisions and then I, I took the job in 2019 at Lawton Eisenhower and stayed there for three seasons and then I uh, got the opportunity to come here. So so you've known a little bit about Chickasha I guess uh, over the course uh, over the last five or six years probably yeah so. well you know we i recruit i didn't recruit this area as much but i knew jerry dawn just you know like he said him and a couple of his staff members came up and we'd always kind of talked a little bit you know on that he'd ask me questions and i'd answer those questions and then as i started recruiting i kind of kept an eye on it and just kind of see how they were doing some defensive things and then 
once I got to Eisenhower back in the high school, then I really kind of became more acquainted with Chickasha High School, especially when we started doing powerlifting meets, when they started running those and things like that. It was very important for me to get our culture change there. So uh, and that's kind of how it all started mm-hmm. back up. That's where I started the facilities for the first time and been around here just coming back up for powerlifting. Uh, so I'm sure a big difference between coaching college athletes and high school athletes. None. Yeah. Really? No difference at all. Really? No. I mean, you know, I can be probably a little meaner to, to some college kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, but there's kids are kids. I mean, uh, I think you get a little different attitude. You know, at the college level, they know why they're there. And, you know, they do – have something you could kind of take away from them, you know, and the fact that a lot of those guys are, are paying to play or playing to pay for school and things like that. But kids are kids. I mean, I think if you coach them hard, love them harder, um, treat them like men, if that's really what you're trying to do and that's the platform that you stand on and, and go about it that way, then there's no difference. They're just three years older, a little stronger, a little faster. So, again, uh, Coach Bray mentioned you've met with all the players. Um, I guess – Came in February, I think. Yeah, so. yeah you know, it was kind of weird. We started uh, the board meeting, I think it was February 14th, which was Valentine's Day. And then, you know, if you remember back a couple months ago, we got hit with two snowstorms back to back. So I think we kind of concluded the meetings right before spring break, but it was pushed back quite a ways. Because, I mean, I'd come up here like on a Tuesday and we'd get snowed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but um, we got most of those done. And, um, you know, I put out a, a questionnaire to the kids and just tried to get them to answer some questions. And then we brought them in one-on-one and – uh, it was important for me to sit there. I mean, uh, with the, with the extension of how things went with the hire, and there's you know some internal candidates that had a lot of a lot of momentum, and I think it was just important to let the kids know who I was and what I stood for and how I envisioned what what I could see. And, and but to do that on a individual basis, it took it out of a group setting, so you weren't just talking to one; you were talking to every single person. And you got to answer questions, and and you got to be truthful with those guys and sit in front of them and look them in the eye and, and do all the things that we're trying to to accomplish and that's you know build young men to be great men uh coach bray uh, just uh hoping that uh, coach gibson can take the chicks to the next level oh uh, yeah so. for sure um uh, like i said it, it, i'm in a unique situation where uh you know I, I quit coaching but i get to have a hand in who comes in next you know and and uh the process was really exciting and, and seeing uh so many different people come through i think we interviewed seven or eight different candidates and uh, hearing people's different perspective and, and an outside uh, perspective uh, because I've only coached in Chickasha. And uh, to hear Coach uh, Gibson's uh, philosophies and his vision for the program, um, I told him I'm gonna, I will never you know, look over your shoulder. I'm going to be your biggest fan and, and supporter. So I just want to help uh, Chickasha football get to the next level and, and, and uh, you know, do my part as athletic director. So talk about uh, some things you've been working on in the off season, and then of course uh, we'll have some uh, spring drills coming up here pretty quick. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing for off season is just kind of going in and being able to come up. You know, it's kind of tough to get up here all the time, but just to see how the kids are working and the off season kids that are there, and then I'm still trying to catch a couple track meets just so I can go catch those kids and. I think the very first week we were here, we went to a baseball game, and and not that I got to see a ton of athleticism in the middle of that very first baseball game. It was cold, and mm-hmm. but I mean, you get to go see those kids at what they're doing now, and you get to meet them on where they're at. But the biggest thing for me is just to kind of go see how they're going to work and what their work ethic is. Um, one of the big things that I pushed through them through our meetings was if, if they really want this to be a player-led team, that they've got to start to lead. And so I, you know, I've been 
kind of taking them by the reins a little bit mm-hmm. and pushing them to be a little better teammate, be a little harder on themselves to be a, you know, if we're really going to hold people accountable and, and do those things and they've got to be the ones that do it. It can't be a coach all the time, but I get to kind of sit back and watch now. Um, I've met with all the coaches. I've hired an offensive coordinator. I've hired an offensive line coach and, um, Moving forward, we've been doing Wednesday night coaches meetings. So we've we've had two or three of those now where we're, where we're starting to do our coaches install so everybody kind of is on the same page. And, and, a, and a pretty young coaching staff, and a lot of them uh, came through the Chickasha program. You man. know, I'm, I'm blessed. I mean, Coach, Br- Coach Bray's done a great job with having people here that love Chickasha, which is great. Moreover, you get a bunch of guys that love football, and they want to be here, and they want to be good. Um, at Eisenhower, I wouldn't – I'm not necessarily – it was it – was, it wasn't I would, the coaches weren't as excited to stay around and coach football like they are here and, and it's been good so you do have a good young coaching staff you got a good core chickasha people um coaches that have that have, the program means something to them which is huge because you can kind of sit back and i can bounce things off of their brains and see how they envision things and i mean they they've all got a vested interest for a lot a lot longer than i do and so you've got to be able to take that and, and grow with it as well but, um, you know, younger coaching staff that, that's excited, that are good for the kids. I don't know the kids love this coaching staff. And I think that just is a testament to what they've been building here for a while. I'm, I have a funny feeling I'm going to come in and, and have some success, and it's not going to be because of me at all. It's going to be because of the foundation that's been laid for, for several years before here. Who would you bring in, coaches? Uh, so we brought in Ross Carter. Uh, I hired Ross Carter from Deer Creek, but Ross Carter played at <coughs> El Reno for his dad, Rocky, mm-hmm. Car- Rocky Carter at uh, – El Reno. Uh, he's coming with me from Eisenhower, who I hired last year to be an offensive coordinator and really kind of changed and revamped the way that we did some different differently uh, at Eisenhower last year. And then we just hired an offensive line coach from Edmond North named John Bogard, who um, has some college experience, but a very young, excited coach to be an OL guy. And then uh, we'll see how some things work out with some teaching positions and, and uh, how the rest of those hires go. But I have, a, I have a one or two more spots that we still need to fill. So, will you be doing any teaching or strictly football? Well, what's the, <laughs> he's teaching. I he's like, that's what he th- <laughs> he he's over here trying to get himself out. No, uh, fo- football is important. Uh, you know, uh, Chickasha is important. We want good teachers in the classroom, and we want um, good leaders as our as our coaches. And and Coach Gibson's been a, a head coach, and he he knows how to lead young men and lead coaches. And it is a teaching position, which is, it's which not is important. A classroom necessarily, but uh, sure. Well, well, even if you're teaching, field, right? even if you're teaching yeah. weights, I mean, you're teaching. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he'll be teaching something. So, no phone calls. Well, he's going to be teaching something. <laughs> All right. Uh, t- speaking about the weightlifting, the powerlifting team, what do you say? Championship? Yeah, four yeah, A state champs. Yeah. Man, we're we're really excited about um, our powerlifting program and and how far it's come and i and i just like coach gibson said i i I put a lot of credit into that for hosting a powerlifting meet and getting kids excited to lift and that takes a community our parent group uh is awesome uh we we have the best hospitality room around and we get people to come because we treat them right we run a run a really good meet uh coach molder uh we've been doing the the dave tap powerlifting meet for the last three years and and coach molder's been behind the 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 keyboard so to say mm-hmm. he's, he's been running our uh, our program for that on on google sheets and that's a that's a task in itself and he just does a phenomenal job and it's grown our powerlifting program so we've had back-to-back uh, years with a state champion uh, ben bowens last year and aiden gonzalez this year and then we had a couple other kids finish second with noah flores and, and joseph victory so 
got got enough team points to to win 4A, which is a big accomplishment. We're we're super proud of those guys. And a female state champion. Oh too. man, yeah. yeah, I can't leave out Allie Boardwine. Uh, yeah, Allie's she's a stud. She loves lifting weights, and uh, she won at at her weight class and and broke some records. And and our girls' powerlifting really is just. Uh, was non-existent and then last year uh, or, or maybe two or three years ago some girls said hey we want to power lift and and it's kind of taken off not only in Chickasha but around the state more and more girls are, are enjoying the process of lifting and changing their body for the better and and uh, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma Football Coaches Association runs powerlifting um, and and the girls you know used to have to lift against you know the football players so now they've created their own division and, and it's um, become a lot more equitable so they can go compete and have a chance to have success so it's been really fun let's talk about uh, your spring drills and some camps you might be going to uh, here because school's only got a few few weeks left right uh, we started doing our coaches meeting last night and i looked up and i said man we're checking out equipment in two weeks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're going to start with the seniors and then take a couple weeks to get some things taken care of but we're going to start spring football on the 16th of may um we're going to probably go after school but with some coaches traveling in we really haven't um solidified a time yet uh we talked about doing it just right after school like a normal practice but it's kind of hard to get coaches here from other schools and since i'm still at eisenhower ross is still at eisenhower and then our offensive line coach still at edmund north we're not exactly sure how that's going to work but we're going to go uh, Monday through Friday that week, um, obviously with the 20th being graduation, uh, we'll, we'll kind of take a light practice on the on that Friday. We'll come back um, and then start hitting that pretty hard on the 23rd, which is that Monday. We'll go three days really well there, and then we're going go to go back to the Noble Team Camp, which was kind of uh, what they've been doing here in the past, and it was kind of set up, and it just made things easy as a transition. And I've never been to the Noble Team Camp, so I'll be a first-time first time attendee there so I don't, I don't know much. I mean I've I recruited it when I was in college I used to go low watching football because I could get you know 10 teams in I could watch a lot of players at one location but uh never been a part of it as a, as a coach so it's going to be exciting to see how and it's pretty fast paced so I'm kind of excited to get there well, Noble's a great district that's had a lot of growth and a lot of improvement in a lot of sports programs and uh, just a great way to kind of go over there and uh it's a good competition over there you know ironically couple years ago when I first took the job at Eisenhower I think you and I were just happened to be standing there and we were watching a playoff game and looking at the you know the facilities there and like man this is what a 5A facility is supposed to look like and the way they were doing things and the way they were building the basketball facility I, the coach was there with his staff and I can't remember who even who we were it was Weatherford and Weatherford and Tuttle Tuttle yeah mm-hmm. I remember now I got that. a good memory Can you yes, believe that? <laughs> hey, no no Noble's done uh amazing uh uh Solomon, the superintendent over there, has really, really put an emphasis on uh, expanding and growing and and building. You know, people want to play in, in nice facilities, so he's done a great job. Their basketball facility is second to none, and their football. And Coach George, the football coach over there, does a really good job organizing and running. And they got turf, so of course it's easy to uh, put on a camp when you got turf and you can't. You're not going to mess the field up where. You know, yes. we practice out on our field, and I'm over there moving the drill every six seconds going, hey, stay off the grass, move over. So, Well, hopefully in the not-too-distant future, that's going to happen. Hey, cross your fingers. Shape. So I, I know uh, the administration is working on that. And, August, uh, August. Yeah. August 23rd, I believe, is when we're wanting to roll a bond out and, and uh, for a vote. So, yeah, uh, listen, I love Chickasha. I love our facilities. we got – our, our baseball complex is second to none. Softball is amazing. Basketball gym's beautiful. We're very blessed. Soccer's great. Oh my yeah. gosh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're blessed in Chickasha, and uh, 
this town is awesome, and, and our kids that we get to coach every day are awesome. But our football stadium, uh, it needs an upgrade. It's 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 in bad shape. And, um, and, of course, we had to block off a section last year because the architect said, hey, I probably wouldn't set anybody up there. You know, we got a lot of concrete On the, on the home off, side of the, the, the home stadium, side, yeah, yeah where, the, where the band usually plays. So, yeah. Uh, you know that's embarrassing, and and, and we want uh, we want our our kids to be proud of where they play. We want our coaches to be proud and take pride in it, and, and our community. So, uh, it's important that uh, that we support this bond to fix uh, fix our stadium up. But that's not the only thing. It's, it's going to be oh, a lot of other not. improvements no, no. throughout. Not just no, and we're still trying to final. We're yeah. in the finalizing stages of what all you know we want to touch. Uh, of course, there's blueprints out there for every facility and upgrades all over the place because. Uh, we've got some really old buildings. Uh, Mr. Croslin, I think, touched on and said the average age of our building out there is like 70 years old, which is crazy because all these other districts that are growing overnight, like uh, Elgin, everything they have is brand new, or uh, uh, Cash, everything's brand new, or Deer Creek. Blanchard and Tuttle, uh, just uh, Newcastle. Bridge Creek, because yeah. they've grown overnight, so they grew out of their stuff. And, we, and we're kind of the same size for the last 100 years, but uh, when stuff you know falls apart, you got to fix it, and you got to have funds to be able to do that. So... Uh, we've never, um, I, you know, I grew up here and I've been coaching here for 16 years and, and very few times have people told me, no, I've been told not right now or, or we can't at this moment, but we'd love to help. So our community is, gosh, they're just so, so supportive. It, it, it's a great place to work and, and send your kid and because of the community that we have. Um, so we, we would encourage everybody to get out and vote and, and, uh, yeah, we'll have a lot, a lot more details sure, to come on sure. this over the summer. So uh, I know uh, the administration is going to be doing what they can to, uh, you know, have some transparency on this you and bet, uh, get yeah. the word out. Especially since it's, it was not, last we heard, there's not going to be any tax increase yeah, on yeah. this proposal. Yeah. So, you know, just keep so. it, just renew a a uh, uh, a bond from that that rolled off in the past. So right. it would just be renewing that, so we can continue to make upgrades. So, Coach Gibson, I think when we first talked, when you uh, came on, you were kind of excited that uh, Chickasha is a one school town instead yes. of uh, three schools like uh, like in Lawton. Yes, very excited about that. And, and like Coach said, you know, um, the, just the parent support that I've had since I've been here, and, and just to kind of see how the things are supported in such a, a different manner. Uh, than those multi-school districts and especially um, things like I I mean you know the Lawton School District they've really kind of done some they've kind of gained strides this year but it, it was you know I went through three superintendents in three years three principals in three years and it's hard to grow when you're doing that and like coach said that you know he's been here 16 years and you know maybe did various different roles but you, you start to see the 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 backing and the support that, and, the, and the love that these, like, even like my coaching staff that they have for Chickasha is huge because that's what I wanted to walk into. And, uh, and it's definitely here. All right. So uh, any idiosyncrasies we need to know about uh, Coach Gibson, anything, any quirks, anything uh, that uh, might surprise the kids if you've got some tricks in your bag you're going to pull out? Or? Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> I can speak. I've seen this guy coach. He coaches fired up. Uh, so, uh, if you if you want to go out to a game and see somebody that's fired up and, and alive and, and bring some electricity, that's Coach Gibson. I promise you, he he doesn't sit on his hands. And here's the other thing, you know, people said, "Hey, uh, tell me about Coach Gibson." I said, you know, I, like I said, we we've met and we've we've become friends over the last five or six years. And and when he did come to our powerlifting meets, uh, he's not hanging out. He's coaching. Uh, he's giving kids hugs. He's he's building relationships. 
uh, he's a guy that's easy to get behind and support uh, because of his work ethic. He he coaches because he loves the game and he loves kids. So uh, just just to add to what you said, what 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 makes him different is he's he he coaches like his hair is on fire. So that's fun to see. I. I... I can tell you I'm pretty loud. So, I mean, when you – they'll, they'll, the, they'll hear you up in the press box. They, you will definitely hear me. I mean, I'm surprised that, you know, I was caught some kids today that had to catch a bus, and, you know, there's a bunch of kids down there running and conditioning still. And uh, I was just – why are we walking, man? When we, you guys got to go to the bus. You got everybody else down there running. But I think the whole town heard me because I look up and the softball coach is over there looking at me like, what's going on? So, uh, talk about uh, some plans for the summer. Uh, Summer-wise, we're going to start. We're going to do a uh, two-week voluntary workout to begin with and it's with our Summer Pride. Uh, we're going to come right back on Tuesday right after Memorial Day and kind of open up the gym for the kids and let them just kind of come in and do what they need to do. Um, like? Lifting just, weights okay. and running, things like that. But we'll really start Summer Pride uh, the second week of June. Um, and that's when I told the kids that it's starting to become mandatory. July? Um, June. Oh, you're starting second week June. Okay. June, yeah. okay. We're going to go six weeks. Of that, and then as things progress and we start to see some growth, we may cut that back to July next year. But we're going to um, we're going to push to make sure that they're they're ready to go. We're going to do some seven on seven with some different schools uh, through a couple weeks in June as well. Um, we've been invited to go down to Cash if we want to go down there for the FC. They do an FCA seven on seven Farron Griffin, and I've been going to that for three years. But it's really good because you get Frederick, you get Elgin, you get. Uh, Lawton Mac, Lawton High, you see a lot of different looks, and we're we're going to need those looks, um, especially coming in with new offensive coordinators and new coaches and new defensive style and, and things like that. Uh, Elgin's called me and wanting to get on a seven on seven kind of schedule as well, so we're going to try to get some of that seven on seven taken care of and go pretty hard in the month of July after after that dead week and hit it up and you know try to continue what we're putting down on film for the uh, spring. So. Uh, the schedule is out. I don't know if we talked about that uh, yet or not, but uh, again, we're going to be opening up uh, the week before the regular season, so to speak, the week before uh, the Labor Day weekend. Yeah, week, week zero. zero, they yep, call it. Yep, yeah, yeah. And 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 we talked about it before, but week zero allows you some freedom. You know, I didn't think I'd like it when that, when we were first able to do it, but you can play three non-district games. Well, if, if you only had three weeks to get those in, and you want to play. Anadarko, Marlowe, and El Reno, like us, those are some old town, the old old rivalries, right? And, and and it has to work for those schools too. So if you have four weeks to fit those three games in, boy, it makes it a heck of a lot easier. So uh, we want to continue to play Anadarko for a hundred years, and the same thing with Marlowe. Now they might not want to play us all the time, but we want to play those guys. Those are great gates, they're good rivalries, they're they're fun. That um, brings the community out. You know, there's people that. I played Marlowe in 1965 that want to come see that rivalry. So, same thing with El Reno and, and Anadarko. So, uh, and that's what the week zero allows us to do, scheduling wise. Got it. The, the, like four home games in a row or something like that. Did I see that? Is that what it is? I think yeah, so. Man, who scheduled that? Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Some crazy guy. Sweet. Uh, some, I know some we guy go. wants us to go to Woodward and Elk City Elk back City to back. back so. to back, yeah. So, when you go to uh, district meetings, um, uh, there's there's seven other schools there, and you say, hey, we're playing two home non-district games. We need a schedule with three home district games. So then you draw them out of a hat. Half the teams need three home games. Half of them need four home games. So we we draw out of a hat, and that's your schedule. Mm-hmm. So That's how it works. And that's how you get stuck with going to Elk and two Woodward back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Uh, but the next year, 
it won't the, the road trips won't be quite so bad. It'll so. be bad for them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I've made that trip to Woodward a few times yes. in the last couple of years. Yes. It's, it's not. A <laughs> uh, uh, coach Bray, let's talk about uh, uh, looking for a new boys basketball coach. Yeah, yeah, um, we've uh, we've been doing some interviews and. And really uh, getting down to uh, the finalists here, uh, again, com- everything's uh, committee-based. We want ownership with stakeholders, uh, parents, administrators, uh, uh, my assistant athletic directors, and Joe Mulder and Jace Johnson get to get in there and, and uh, have an opinion on this. So, uh, yeah, we're getting close. We'll, we'll have a basketball coach in the next couple weeks and uh, be ready to rock and roll. But we're really trying to create a culture in our athletic department of, uh, you know, cheering – uh, everybody, all other sports on, uh, encouraging kids to play multiple sports, um, encouraging kids to embrace the tradition that's come before them, uh, to love where they play, love the purple and gold. And, and we've got some great coaches. We, we've had a ton of success here in Chickasha, and we just look to build on it. Looking forward to uh, what's to come here for uh, Chickasha Public Schools. So, uh, Coach Gibson, thanks for coming in. We'll be uh, – will be a frequent guest, a frequent, thank, uh, you know. Thank you for having to, me on today. It's, it's, it's really nice to come in and meet you. All right. Coach Bray, appreciate your time, and uh, you're always welcome. So. Hey, thank you, George. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right. That's our program for this week. Again, thanks to uh, Chickasha Athletic Director Jerry Don Bray and head football coach Eric Gibson for joining us on the program.